Hello, and welcome in to the SoRare Andrews podcast brought to you by SoRare Data. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare, joined almost always, as almost always, by Andy Black, who you can find as Black on SoRare. Today, we are going to talk about cards we can't get rid of, but not because we can't sell them, or maybe we should sell them. Before we get into that, Andy, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I was, uh, before we started... Uh, recording. I was just showing off to you for some purchases that I made that I'm feeling pretty good about. So if I'm a little positive now, um, that'll probably go away by the time we really discuss what's going on. But okay. uh, thank you to everybody who has joined us live here. I know it's a little late. I mean, for me, it's extremely late for if I was in Europe right now, there is no way I would stay up and watch this. But thank you for those who have taken the time to do that. I believe Misaki was the first one in. So well done. King Kaizen is here. Quinny still awake. Well done. Predictology, I believe, is on the entire other side of the world. So maybe it's morning there. I don't know. But thank you to a bunch of people who have joined. Oh, Mike Baston here. How's that? All right. Uh, thank you for that. We've got the Netherlands and uh, Shriram pretending that he is first, despite being like 17th or so. Um, and Nick in the UK. So Nick, thank you for joining us. I know it's uh, it's pretty late. So if you are listening to the audio version of this, meaning not live, and you're on Spotify, you can watch the video. It's available there. I think Spotify is the only one that allows that. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for doing that. If you guys wouldn't mind hitting the like button, even though there really hasn't been anything to like yet, but, you know, makes us feel good. Um, the topic for today was, uh, like I said, is waiting is not easy, which for those of you who are my age, maybe not my age, but who have kids who are around my kid's age, and know who Mo Willems is. It was a tribute to that. But it's mostly about how uh, we sometimes have to sit on cards for a number of reasons. And it's just absolutely brutal having to wait for these cards to like be helpful. And it's a combination of like, I can't wait for this guy to, that I can use in lineups. Or it's like, I can't, you know, if something happened and the price dropped and you're like, I really don't want to like sell for pennies on the dollars. So and now I just have to wait until he comes back. And the price goes up. Andy, when we were talking about this before, was there any one of like your cards that like jumped out and you were like, I know exactly what card I should talk about? Yeah, uh, Leon Bailey. Ooh. That's that's a that's, that's a brutal one because yeah. I bought I bought a super rare right before maybe not right before his move to Aston Villa, but it was you know a few months before or whatever. And uh that was a, it was a tough one because when he went, I, obviously I didn't think it was a great thing, but, but I didn't, I didn't think he would be as bad as he was. And he was just constantly injured out of the team. Yeah. Um, it was more injuries. I feel like than, than anything because he had come up, come into games and, and produced, uh, you know, either getting assists or goals or whatever, but um, he just was never in the team. Yeah, I feel like Bailey is an example of someone that a lot of the so rare OGs had because uh, he was like he was with Leverkusen and there were a bunch of cards. Like I think he's got let me see here for a player that hasn't been minted in a while, like 123 rares and 20 super rares. Yeah, they got all the super rares up. I guess so. Um, but I mean, you can see he was like a really strong U23 option back then. Um, and then, yeah, it's just been, it's just been brutal with Aston Villa. Do you still have the, oh man, Oof. I assume you yeah, still have it. 
I do. I mean, like, I'm not going to sell the bottom. Is kind of where right. I'm at. And I have the depth to, like, work around it. And the, the hope is that, you know, eventually he does make it back to that team and I can either get rid of him or, um, I don't know, use him maybe. Yeah, that's – is he still U23? Oh, he's not. So you even lost – oh, man, that is a killer. Well, at least Champion Europe is easy. Or maybe he'll go back down to, like, a challenger team or something eventually. Oh, that's true. That's true. I, mean, I guess that's that's really got to be the hope, right? Yeah, he's from Jamaica. Maybe he wants to come back home and be in the United States or something. At least close enough. That's not actually yeah. – Quick trip. <laughs> well, yeah, quick trip, you know. In – in classic Sober fashion, we do have this wonderful Gary V peak middle finger graph on the Leon Bailey uh, rare prices. There are obviously no limiteds because he moved um, before limiteds uh, came into the platform. But that's a really good one. That That's a really good example. Um, so when did you say you got him? I guess we could look that up too. Yeah. Make you feel really good about it. Yeah. Um, probably somewhere. Or, um, it's got to be somewhere around that peak. I mean, I can, I can there find it. That's not so bad. No, that's a that's a rare. Oh, that's right. You're the super rare, right? Yeah. And so I you, still have. I think I still have the rare too. So you were the original vertical stacker. <laughs> Quinny stole it from you, sure. huh? There's black. Ooh. Um, Over you might want to look away here. Let's see here. What was that? February twenty fifth. Oh, you beat Sean. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I'll bet he's like cheering that I won that. He's auction. probably very excited right now. <laughs> oh man, how about That's that? Funny. That's a it's funny. Wild to go look back at. Um, so for those of you who are just listening, uh, Andy won this auction on February twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, which certainly sounds like a peak, peak time. All right, peak boom. And he outbid PSU fans too. A little uh, Sora Data podcast crime going on here, but anyway. It looks like I lucked out. Somebody paid four <laughs> from from Pal Trader. Yeah, see, the... Pablo always wins, man. He always wins. Simple as that. Always. Yeah, I think that's a really good example. Uh, look at that one went twenty five days ago. I bet you got super excited when you saw that. I didn't even look, and I, <laughs> I and I won't. Um, but you know what? I can build a fun Aston Villa stack here eventually. I mean, I've got Kamara, I've got Bailey, you know, uh, I don't know who else is on the platform, but I'm sure I could go by somebody. Well, you're going to be able to get Emmy Martinez, the goalie, cause he, I assume he'll, we'll get some Argentina cards. Ah, okay. So you got goalie, um, Kamara is a defender. Uh, card. Coutinho. Uh, but you ha- do you have Coutinho? No, but he, I'm sure he's expensive. Only one way to find out. <laughs> I agree that he's probably expensive, and uh, I don't know, maybe not. But then, not... then what am I? What am I going to do here? <laughs> I feel like this would be an appropriate, uh, an appropriate development, given that you had so much success with this random West Ham stack. That, yeah, why not just go to Aston Villa now? I guess I could. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah, Diego Carlos too is here. Yeah, you, I mean, I think you have to do it now. Anybody out there with a uh, Catinho uh, Super Air reach out? <laughs> yeah. How many? Oh my gosh, there's only one. Oh really? Wow. Oh 
Mark's got it. A former Liverpool player. Good luck on that one. Mm-hmm. Never know. But good luck anyway. Um, so yeah, I think that's a great example kind of of like what we were talking about because we all have cards like this that this is an example of like one that you got. Uh, did he get hurt like soon after? Yeah, he played like three games. Uh, in fact, I think he was he was hurt when he got to Villa. And then he played like two or three games and then got hurt again. What is that? Six games and got hurt again. And then like, I think he might've come back like for a couple of like international games. Right. And he did well, like, but. Oh wait, this is Coutinho. This isn't uh, Bailey. It's probably the same story for Coutinho too. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. So you got Feb or yeah, February. I think, what did I just see here? That was game week one. Let's call it 45, which is like right here. And he's uh, struggled since. Yeah. Hmm. Not great. Not great, Bob. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, so you have these situations. I had one recently just like this where I thought I was being so sharp. Andy, like I felt, you ever make a deal with someone and you're just... it fit, it gets accepted and you're like, I just absolutely robbed this person. Um, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, the, so th- that's what I had. And it was, um, this guy named, uh, Augustin Almendra who was at yeah. Boca or he's, he is at Boca, but he's like, um, not, he's like not in the team. Right. Yeah, so he's a bit of a head case. It sounds yeah. like uh, this is one of those where, like, I, I don't, I didn't know enough about the situation going in, but I was like, I know the guy. There are a few other people who own his cards whose galleries I kind of like are familiar with, and I'm like, if these guys have them, then they've done the research. Like, my doing my own research is making sure other people have done their research before they buy, and then I'm like, oh, okay, if they bought, then I'm fine. So he was like left out of the team um, for all of like the second half of the year, like January to, or whatever it was, however Brazil does it. But he was like, once the transfer window opened, it was like, he's going to get a move because he's not going to, he's not going to play there. He wants to play. The team wants to get something out of him. Even if it's just a loan, like let him play. So there was one on the market and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go get one. And so I went out and I bought one from um, Super Usmane, who somebody asked me previously. So he, he buys galleries and sells. He's kind of a Pavel type deal, except he tends to have better inventory, I'll call it. So anyway, he had two of these Almendra cards. And I was like, oh, man. So I, I put an offer in for one. He accepted that one. And then I was like, this guy, if he gets a move, could be like four times more expensive like and i needed a summer u23 mid he's young so he's got you know he's got two more years left and i'm like i this is awesome so i ended up putting an offer in for another one at the same price which was immediately rejected as it should have been and then i believe he sold that one like a little bit later so yeah so so mine was may 30th for 0.13 and later that day he went for 0.25 and I'm like on top of the world. Cause I'm like, I finally like got one. 
this is going to be great. I got a great price. Andy's going to like kill it for my SO5. And if you look at his scores, he um, still has not played. And people, I believe, are like, I think the price rise. I'm going to do this really depressing thing where I change to fiat. Oh, I guess it's up a little bit in fiat. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. But it's kind of like, I'm not going to sell him now just because it's up. Like, right. I've, I've recognized zero SO5 utility and the price really hasn't like risen that much. So now I'm just like sitting on this card, training. I think, I think the hope is at some point something changes. And what that yeah. something is, is either, you know, the, the coach is like forgiving and gets them back in the team or they, like you said, they loan them out. And once that something changes, I mean, realistically nothing can change for the worse unless he just like quits the sport and doesn't want to play anymore. So <laughs> that would be really bad. So like there's no downside to just standing pat and sitting here and then something will happen and then likely the price is going to go up. Yeah. So, so then I, I end up turning into like a different problem and um, Maxime just joined us. So uh, what's up HG. Thank you for doing that. Also very late. Although it's, this is early for HG. So then I have, I've done this before where I'm like, I look at a guy and I'm like, he's too cheap. I'm going to buy him now and I'll sell him when the news happens. And then I don't because I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty valuable. And I was talking to you before we started, before we were live about um, Luis Maximiano. And Maximiano uh, was a player that I had actually owned previously and had sold last year when he went to Granada and I like doubled my ETH on that deal. I was like, this is great. And I recently rebought him for twice what I got, what I sold him for whenever back in whenever it was. So I felt like I was behind, but also kind of maybe early. But so I bought Maximiano because I was like, he's too cheap. I, I was, you know what it was? I was using my, one of my watch lists. So I keep like a U23 watch list here. And what I do is I basically just sort it by floor or valuation. And I'm just like, who seems too cheap? Like, this is exactly what I did. And at the time, Maximiano was like just over an ETH. And he was still at Granada, but like, it was clear he was going to go somewhere. And the, the links at the time were Napoli. And that was like, oh man, Napoli could be great. And then there was like the whole thing about Merit possibly staying and if they were going to split. And I think that kind of kept his price down. And it just seemed weird to me that he would go somewhere to not start. And I realize like people do that, um, but I, it just, he just came off a whole season of starting. He was a backup um, in Portugal anyway, went to Granada to be a starter. They get relegated. He's not going to stay there. And I'm like, he'll get a move somewhere. And if he starts, he'll be worth more. So he was on this list. I mean, he was like way down here and I did the same thing with uh, Nicholas Hadel. Uh, I don't know if it's Hadel or Heidel, but he was another one that was like, there was some, uh, you know, he got, I don't know if he got benched at the end of the year, but he uh, got hurt. And then Gorder, not Gorder, Gartler, excuse me, Paul Gartler was starting. And there was like some uncertainty about Hadel. And both of them, I, I was like, if they start, their prices go up significantly. And I happen to have, sold a bunch of cards before that. 
so I had some ETH and I was like, I've heard like a bunch of people talking about this. Nellis talked about it a ton. Now he was like, um, and, and the, on his last show, his last so far, so rare podcast, if anyone hasn't subscribed to that, definitely do. Um, they had a whole conversation about somebody who sold his gallery and he was like, I was sitting on all this ETH and I didn't want to be exposed to ETH. I want like, I, I play so rare. I want exposure to so rare cards. And that's kind of how I was feeling that I was like sitting on all this ETH and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll just wait for Europe to start and then I'll spend it all. But I was like the way that ETH was moving. I was like, I might be better off buying cards as, as weird as that sounds. So I happened to like get these time, these guys. All right. So I bought Maximiano and then the talk about Lazio started and it was like, he definitely starts at Lazio. Oh, and they have midweeks. And I am attempting to play U23 this year. And I have midweek outfield players. I have Vandevoort, who is not a midweek. Uh, and I have DeKaiser, who's not midweek. So I'm like, I bought Maximiano because I'm like, he's too cheap. And I think I can sell him for a lot more if he gets this move. He got the move. The price is a lot higher. And I'm like, I actually think I need to hold this card. Do you, and I have to do wait out, to see. Do you have outfield U23s that play in the midweek? Yes. Okay. They're not, it otherwise. they're not great, but they're there. And some of them are okay. I mean, midweeks is like, you know, a roll of the dice a lot of the times. Five starters, you know, it d- depends a little bit. Is it mm-hmm. is Champions League playing, whatever. But um, a lot of times it's roll the dice. Right. And and the the midweeks... They're, like they're in Europa, right? Or a, are they in Europa or conference? They're in Europa. Okay. And everyone who, I, this is going to sound really mean, but I'm going to say it anyway. Everyone who didn't buy Maximiano or, or was like, he's not that good a buyer, like, oh, he won't play the midweeks. Like in Italy, they always, the backup always plays mid, the midweeks, unless it's Champions League. It's like, we don't know this. Like, I'm willing to take this risk. Um, so... Now I have this card that did exactly what I was expecting it to do. And I still think I have to wait <laughs> because it's like, do I, what do I, if I sell this card, now I need to go get a midweek U23 goalie. And the one I would probably buy is the one, the one I'm selling because the other ones are just so much more expensive. Like Okoye and I mean, they're, bo- they're just the, the top of this is, list that I keep. Your boss is saying you should sell. I know. I know. You don't have to do everything he says. <laughs> yeah. Otteron saying I should sell it and get another Hadel. I'll preface this by saying we were literally talking before this show about how we both had one. I, it's, it's just weird because like, I feel like I have a few cards in my gallery and, and less, less ones like Maximiano and more ones like Bailey where it's like, I just have to, or Almendra, where I'm like just waiting for something to happen. Whereas like this has happened and yet I still think I'm holding on to it. And I think everyone who has held on to Julian Alvarez is thinking the same thing right now. That like you have this card that's worth a lot of money, but it could be worth a lot more. And then I don't know, like. I think that's a great example. Uh, Spider-Man, I mean. I have one, you have one. What are we doing, man? <laughs> What's the play here? So I, 
So this is what the worst thing was about, about Alvarez is the play was always to sell it. Like as soon as the, as soon as the, the deal was basically done that he was going to Man City, it was like, we should sell. So the, the follow-up to that is like, do you want to hold on to him while he's still at River? Because like we knew he was going to like stay for a little bit longer. And there was all this like um, confusion about like whether he was going to stay through Copa or if he was going to leave after the round of 16. Was he going to stay all the way to December regardless? And then it became clear like he was going to leave in, in like July as soon as they got through the round of 16, which they didn't get through. <laughs> but like in July, he was going to stay. And I kept holding on to him because I was like, I need him for U23. Like I was holding on to him thinking to myself, I'm just like taking this one to the grave and I'll just like ride it until it's zero. The thing is, is that because I tend to like price things in ETH, the price keeps going up. And like this, this chart of the prices going down means nothing to me. Basically nothing. Mostly because I, I bought this card a long time ago. Like this is my... So I think both you and I got him early-esque. Um, a really good discussion here is predict, predict, predictology just one one. Like, what does he do? That's a lot. I feel like that's di- a different situation for him than us, right? Yes. So the I believe I talked about this with PSU fans too, who was telling me to sell Alvarez for a while and then said the opposite and was like, actually, I think you should hold on to him because, and, and the upside of Alvarez was never in question. Like if you have a U23 forward who like somehow becomes a locked in starter for Manchester City, like that's a huge card to have. Like he's arguably one of the best U23 forwards on the platform. Like one of his teammates is the other one. And so the upside is, is absurdly high for somebody like Alvarez. But we were also thinking like the downside isn't that low either. Like realistically, if he's not playing, he probably still doesn't drop below 0.8, let's call it. And I think part I of think it is that fair. I don't think anybody's really selling at that point. I mean, there'll be some movement, but so it's like, are you willing to take some downside with, I'm not going to call it infinite upside, but it's high. What, what is the upside? Like I, 5X? Um, why not? <laughs> I mean, realistically, like you're playing him in U23. And so when, you, when you're playing him in U23, it's like the fact that he plays for Man City is only more about like his opportunities and less that he's like a champion Europe option. But if like if Erling Haaland is hurt or they figure out how to play both of them together and it just works and so we know every week that Alvarez is going to play and he just starts banging goals in like could he be a 4 eth player if Jota I mean, Jota's not actually, well, is he five and a half? No, he was like th- almost four, basically. I'm not even going to count Mbappe. 
and Hallen's probably what, like nine. Like, are there any other U23 forwards you want other than a locked in Man City forward who's a U23? Seems good. Seems good, right? <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. So, like, that's the problem is that I was like, all right, I'll hold on to it. And I have been lucky enough to win some cards that are in this situation where the prices have gotten very high for my uh, my gallery, meaning like they're they're starting to like not make me nervous, but they take up a decent amount of my gallery. But they also still have upside. Like Luis Diaz is is the, that example. Like I won Luis Diaz like almost a year ago as a T1 challenger, I think, reward. And he's like 1.9 ETH now. But if he is, you know, like locked in for Liverpool and they're scoring goals like they have been, do I give up that upside? That's like, I don't know what the upside is for there. What is a U23? For? Like, I don't even play, I mean, uh, I don't even play uh, Champion Europe. And yet... I'm like wondering how much I can get for these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I think that you said it best. I mean, the, the easy thing to do is just wait and see. I mean, uh, the downside is not huge. I don't, I, I don't, I don't see him dropping, like you said, below 0.8. Um, even, even if it's 0.6. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like the upside's too too high, and it's a card that I'm stashing. But it all comes down to like your risk tolerance and your ability to stash a card like that. Um, I can. Um, other people might not be able to. They might need the one point whatever ETH now to go play with. I, I don't even wonder if it's like risk tolerance so much as like patience tolerance. There's, I mean. I feel like there's risk there. I mean, there's definitely risk, but but I don't think that's what you're actually like. I think what you have to consider more is just like, am I okay sitting on a one and a half ETH card that I'm not doing anything with? Yeah, I mean, if he just goes there and doesn't play at all, though, um, that's I guess the risk, and then and then it's a point eight card or whatever. Yeah, well, so the the example that Sean gave me when he went from you should definitely sell that card to you should probably hold on to it was like if there is an early season game where he just like explodes like he has four goals like we know him the guy like can put up some ma- and and granted he scored six in one of those games <laughs> right scored, what did six he scored enough goals where we were wondering i don't want to give too much away about the behind the curtain of Sora data, but we weren't sure if we allowed six decisives to show up on the app. Yeah. I remember it kind of bugged out a little bit, like, uh, like it was overlapping on the app. It was overlapping like the other team's yes. name or something. That's exactly what it was. Like not only that, he had a 30 all around in that game. So I'm also here to talk about uncapped scoring. I'd prefer that on games that Julian Alvarez plays. But look how many hundreds this is, and now he's going to arguably a better team. Like, the idea that he could have a four, uh, six is absurd, but like a, a hat trick within the first month of the season is not crazy. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, 
everybody will be market. aping in. Yeah. Yeah. Like totally. It'll, it'll be much more drastic, dramatic on for limiteds because everything is, but like, how do you not like really try to get one if he has a game like that? And the odds are extremely low that he has that game and he's in one of our lineups. Yeah. So he's just like tra- training lineup number seven <laughs> is now getting maximum X- XP points because of Alvarez's hundred. And we're just left there with nothing. So like that's, that's literally the waiting is not easy that I was referring to. Yeah. I'm curious now what Predictology is uh, planning on doing. He's in chat. Um, I would love, I would love him just to mention what, what he wants to do. I, I feel like we went through everything that you consider. I, I'm, um, I was in a bit of a conversation with uh, Predictology earlier today about this card. And it's kind of like the upside of Alvar, like realistically, he should probably sell this card. Uh, he actually sold his gallery recently and like reinvested and has like been great. Like he did it so well and has had a lot of success. So congratulations there. <laughs> so now we have <laughs> HG and Cosmo who want to buy Julian Alvarez. So you, um, so he's like my, his gallery is not super deep. So it's like really tough to like want to hold onto a card that you're not going to use. But we just went through it. Like the upside is really high. And the downside is like not that bad. Like if you, if it goes down to 0.8, like that sucks. But I also kind of look at it as like, well, it's a reward. And so yes, you paid to like get the cards to get it. But like there was no like ETH outlay specifically to get that card. And so the loss, that was the number one. Like the loss like, is like not that bad. I feel like I should go buy one of the limiteds now. <laughs> what are the limiteds at? Well, let's see. What was the last four days ago? The last one point seven two nine ETH, which is uh, twenty one hundred bucks on the dot. And what did the limiteds go for? Two fifty four is the floor for the old card. Two eighty one for the new. The older one is is not even the rookie. Oh, the new one will get to keep that 5% bonus an extra year, won't it? So it's funny you say that. He is on the Argentina national team. Uh, Right. So if they mint 2022 Argentina car or 2020, well, maybe they are 2022 because Liverpool was 2020. They would be. Would they be? No, that's a good point. I don't know. I bet they haven't thought of that. I can't think of another example of that happening, though. Does anyone know of any, like, club cards that somebody had and then the following year? Because instead of being 2022 cards, they'll be 22 slash 23 cards. I would expect the next ones to be 22, 23s. But, like, River Plate's a, a single calendar year card. Right. Weird. Hmm. But again, if you're looking at the older limiteds, those are technically the first Alvarez limiteds, but they were on the he was on the platform earlier. And so the 20, what is that? 1920? Or is this 2021? 2021. This is his 
if you want to call first ones on the platform rookie cards, there's his rookie. That's one of the ones I have. HG said he thinks that's still 2022. I don't know. Sounds like a glitch in the matrix to me. Oh, Havertz is an interesting one. Don't you have one of those? I do. I've got a couple Havertz. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of waiting, does he? Are you? Does he still have the bonus? Um, so like I don't does know. Germany card have the bonus? I have no clue. Yeah, I don't know either. But I guess. Oh, Charlie's saying they would both keep the XP because it's this year's card. Hmm. So the the new the new Argentina cards would keep the bonus as well, unless they made new Argentina cards the next year. <laughs> that I don't know. They, I, didn't they say that was a multi-year agreement? It is a multi-year agreement. Yes. Hmm. So we're we gonna get like um, Copa America cards or cards during Copa America. I don't know. I guess. I mean, they could be useful for a number of reasons for rewards uh, during that time frame because mm-hmm. rewards are always terrible during those international breaks. But if they, they get enough of these cards, maybe they can actually give out decent rewards. I hope so. They, We got no national team cards during the last international break. Somebody mentioned on Twitter that they thought there was a maximum number of national team cards they could put out for the players who have club cards, meaning like if you had a hundred Joshua Kimmich rares, you can only have a certain number of them be Germany as opposed to Bayern. And then maybe they hit the max of the national team cards already. Um, I don't know. But those Argentina cards are going to be so cool. Yeah. Do you think that the messy unique will be an Argentina card. I'm guessing they can't do that, but I think it would, it would be really cool. Yeah. I don't imagine they can do it now that they've already minted minted the PSG one. Well, I'm just saying for like, if they, the, so the PSG one they minted was 2021. Oh, was it? They haven't gotten this, this season, like the new season. I mean, do you, do you think that the clubs have any say it can dictate, you know, what, what they meant, what they don't mean? I would guess that the revenue share agreement makes it makes it tricky to do unique national team cards if there's a club card. Yeah. Like I don't know. that's literally the most expensive messy card they will sell. <clears throat> and it's tough like it's tough to be like, oh sorry, PSG, we we're not going to pay you anything because we, we made the Argentina card. Yeah. Um, not that they my, need the money, but still. My guess is it's probably not written in the agreement anywhere and they can do whatever they want. I don't know. But yeah, those. <clears throat> I mean, wasn't expecting to get to Julian Alvarez this quickly, but I feel like we've convinced the entire chat to go buy one. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've got a tab pulled open, and I'll be watching his his auctions because they're still auctioning him. Oh, really? I mean, there's a. I think I saw there was a limited auction out there. I wonder. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what those rules are. Yeah, I don't either. That feels like 
I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're using Opta data to determine like where he plays and whether to mint the card. Maybe they minted it six days ago or something before the move was official. I don't know. I, that move's been official for a while, it seems like, though. So. Well, they definitely moved him to Man City because he wasn't showing up in America tournaments. Um, like when he, when he was still playing for River Plate, they moved him to Man City and then you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't play him for like the Copa matches. Um, so rare has him as a Manchester City player, like on the site. Hmm. Which, well, I don't know. Um, Not something we have to deal with. I, I've got a fun one for um, kind of the topic waiting is not easy. St. Louis City. Oh. So, and there's a couple other guys from St. Louis that are kind of buying up these St. Louis players that are like on weird relegated German teams. And um, Roman Berkey's a really good example. But Berkey, the thing that sucks about Berkey is he's expensive. Yeah, that's. For the guy that's not playing in for another seven months or whatever, six months, um, no, eight months, seven, eight months, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a while. Um, people are just sitting on these cards and they're post they're posting his floor at like 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7, and it's just like, I don't feel like I'm I'm going to get one for a long while. So for those of you who who don't know, St. Louis City is going to join Major League Soccer next season, um, but they've already been signing players and. You have some too, don't you? Yeah, like I've I've collected a whole bunch of. I even bought a Berkey Limited, but um, there. I mean, there's certain uh, certain ones that are harder to get than others, I guess. They're yeah, going to be they're impossible. Probably even, they probably didn't even show up as Champion America. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be impossible to find them there. Yeah, um, and yeah, so that so there are cards of like some of the players, but they're literally useless until like next February or March when yeah. all that starts up again. And I, I guess people are, are pretty wise and they know, you know, they know where these guys are going and whatnot, but um, yeah, it, it just stinks that they're. Yeah. I don't know. Like, especially Berkey. Cause I would like to get a limited and a super rare of him, but I don't know at this rate, there was even, there was a, there was a super rare auction of his, but it was like 3 a.m. or something, and uh, um, I didn't end up I, either. I didn't wake up or whatever. And then the one that the one that kills me the most is uh, um, it was Joachim Nielsen. They auctioned yeah. off his unique when he, I think he had the red X on his card. No, and I was like, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting this card, um, and uh, it's J O A K I M. Okay, there he is. And it went for underneath, but I my alarm my alarm went off. I woke up like five minutes too early for the uh, unique auction, and then I fell back asleep. Oh. And it went for 0.7 ETH, and I was just like, ah. Oh, the I would have been happy to sit on that card. Hmm. I'm pretty sure I won him and sold him a limited. I didn't. I give it to you. Uh, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I think we, <laughs> I think, I think we traded them. Yeah, uh, and he put up pretty decent numbers for being in, in like the worst team in Germany. There it is. 
did you you actually bought it from me yeah i think you tried to give them to me and i was like no um i will pay whatever his floor price is yes yeah. 12 dollars at the time yeah there was yeah that seems about right oops yeah your stand-up guy andy black mm -hmm. god knows what i did with that money Jerry's like asking if you would trade 20 Fred Limiteds for a Berkey. A Berkey rare. Ooh. We'll, have to, we'll have to have a discussion about that. Um, are they going to trade trade players away before they even get going like Charlotte did? Uh, I Oof. hope not. Hope not. But I, I think that there's there's some weird stuff that goes on. Like they can't sign like MLS players until the end of this MLS season. So that's why all their signings right now are overseas players, international type players. And then as soon as probably end of November or whenever MLS Cup ends, that's when we'll start um, looking at guys with contracts that have expired or whatever, and then, you know, probably making gam tam whatever deals for players. I don't yeah. even know how all those rules work. but International uh, roster spots. and Yeah, whatever. What is your plan uh, for Fred Emmings here, speaking it's of waiting? Great, great question. Just to sit and wait. Yeah, <laughs> for those of you who are listening – Andy has, what is the count here, Andy? Like 55 Freds. 55 Fred Emmings cards uh, of assorted scarcities. Do you have a super rare? You have No, to. I don't. No. No. None of them None of them have like ever, all of them are like overpriced. So it's Fred season and limiteds oh. only. No, not you have some rares. Oh, yeah, a couple of rares. <laughs> a couple of rares. So Fred Emmings, for those of you who don't know, is an 18-year-old, uh, I don't even want to call him a backup goalkeeper for Minnesota United because he doesn't make the bench. But one day he, he starts. Will. He starts for Minnesota He starts two. for, who do they play? Who's their? Minnesota 2. Uh, Minnesota 2. Um, <laughs> Tug says, that's my point. You're waiting on Fred, but not Berkey. <laughs> well, um, I mean, he's got seven years of U20, U23 uh, eligibility here, okay? Maybe six. Six, yeah. Time's running out. Oh, just I don't know. I'm just, sure Mark would trade you. My, my thought process here is, you know, he's he's a giant. He's like 6'5". He is big. He's, he's 18 years old. Um, and I had a little bit of ETH to just, like, kind of throw. Um, and those he's limiteds good. are so tweet, 15, 15 to 20 bucks a pop. Um I'm happy to sit on some of these cards for a long, long time. And if he ever does be become a starting goalkeeper next season or the year after, um, he's not going to be worth 15 to $20 anymore. Right. So. Let's hope not, at least. Everything went wrong if that happened. Uh, Little Lettuce 21 in chat here said you bought their Emmings a few weeks ago. If you got any more, I'll, I'll buy them. <laughs> What's the, oh wait, where is this one? Are there some available? Some limiteds? I mean, sure. Uh, they're, they're always available, yeah. It's an incredibly liquid market for like a player. Like what, a Surface just bought another one. Yeah. Masayama's on them. Oh, when Moon. <laughs> I, think, I think people like think that I know something or I don't. There's no news. <laughs> So it's it's not like he's like oh like he's got ten clean sheets in a row and 
and at Minnesota too, and they're thinking about calling him up. There's there's nothing like that. I think he's got a concussion right now, and he hasn't started <laughs> like the last two games or something. The yeah, that's it's it's funny that you say that because one of the new things that we came out with today were these manager watch lists where you can see like the most recent transactions that people did that people had and i think if anyone has you on a watch list they would definitely think you know something yeah well i don't um (laughs) in fact in fact some of the later buys i'll i'll admit this to mike baston because he kind of jokingly jokingly mentioned it but some of the later buys were to get over the 50 hump so that i got the achievement and the 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 sower achievement that is it really like, 50 of one player? Yeah, and then it was 100 yeah. of one nationality. And and he got me to 100 American players. So, Why would they have an achievement of 50 of one player? So that somebody will go do something stupid like this and buy 50 Fred Enix. I mean, is that really one? 50 of one player? I'm pretty sure that was it. I I, I can go confirm that. I, I only... I, it's not that I doubt it. Uh, 50 cards from the same club is one of them. Okay. Um, collect 100 different players with the same nationality. Let me claim those, that 9,000 points. There you go. Um, and no, the biggest, your biggest fan was collect 25 cards of the same player from the market. So 25. Biggest fan was 25. Well, there's the, also the childhood club, 25 from the same club. Uh, well, I got up to 50. I have the three stars version of that. Oh, so when you make 25, it goes to 50? Yeah. Huh. That happened to me on something recently. Uh, Was it the... I forget what it was, but I was like, I got the achievement and then it like doubled it for the next one. I'm like, ah, just got here. I don't need more work. I do think that they can do so much cool. And I won't even go down that rabbit hole of like cool stuff that they can do with the, the store or whatever, but I'm hoping that that's not just, uh, I'm, I'm hoping they're not done improving that. Yeah. I agree with you on that. And by improving, you mean like announcing it once and then not touching it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Waiting is not easy. Let's talk about injured players. Somebody like uh, Florian Verts or... Like, would you buy, like, I've seen his prices. I don't feel like I would buy him right now because, like, I don't think that there's that deep of a discount on him yet. But there's a lot of guys where, I don't know, maybe they they have a long-term injury and there's an opportunity at some point to buy them. So I do want to talk about Verts, though, because somebody commented on our video with Sam Ty because we talked about Verts. Mm-hmm. about how Sam was like, oh, I, I wanted to buy one. And I was like, oh, he's hurt. And I'll, you know, I'll get a cheap one because he's hurt. And it's like, that that just, it didn't really happen that much. Like, we did see a drop, obviously. Turns out the best time to maybe buy him was right after he got hurt. Yes. I, and crazy to think about because I'll bet the people selling him were like, ha, you didn't know. But So the, the comment that, that made me like really question this was somebody was like it's the the price drop was crazy because he's so young like he's nine he's still 19 
And they were like, he was only going to miss like 25 games. And I'm like, no, no, no. He, uh, he had a torn ACL. He's going to miss way more than that. Andy, he's, <laughs> he has so far, uh, what is this? Is this January? I don't even know. Yeah, so in the past year, but like he's only missed like 14 games. And that includes like he's basically missed nine at the end of last season. He's got all summer to like recover. I don't know when he's supposed to come back anyway. But like I knew I know that like he's not going to the World Cup because they were like he's not going to play enough before the World Cup to like really be ready. But it's possible that he could be back by February or something. No, I think he could be back like before the World Cup, just not like World Cup fit. Yeah. But like, yeah, if he's like 100% back, like after the winter, the winter break, like he's missing, let's call it 45, 40 games. Like that huge price drop for a 19 year old kid who misses like 40 games, like one season, basically. And that even seems high. Oh, Thomas Schuster here said he's already in the training camp. And it's like, somebody was like, he, he's going to miss 25 games. And I was like, no. And then I like look back and I'm like, oh my God, he might just miss 25 games just because like the timing of it. No wonder the price has gone up. And, and I will say that I think people have like, people have immediate sh- uh, like short-term injury pessimism becomes extreme optimism really fast. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, he, he, and it's like crazy stuff like, oh, he had like an ankle injury once and they said he was going to be out for a month and he was back in like 26 days. So he like recovers fast, which makes no sense because it's completely unrelated and it's barely anything. But I mean, we see the prices. Like if you want a Florian Verts right now, you're going to have to pay like three and a half each. Yeah. He, he did it in, it looks like middle of March, maybe. And I mean, realistically, I think you're looking at like eight months before guys match fit. It was, yeah, middle of March, yeah. I mean, I think that there's times where guys come back faster, but I don't know. An injury yeah. like that, it's it's really hard to say. Yep. Um, and then also like, you know, actually trusting your knee yeah. and cutting and being able to play on it. I mean, we kind of saw that with Joseph and George Morris in the MLS yep. where they came back, they competed, but there was a bit of time there before they were like really – trustworthy of that sure horrible body part that horrible body part yeah it's like the worst designed body part on the body the acl yeah the knee oh the, just the knee all again yeah the whole knee yeah it's terrible terrible design <laughs> you didn't happen to have a bunch of jmo and uh Joseph martinez cards did you i might <laughs> right <laughs> uh quinny who is somehow still awake, uh, brought up our boy Gio Reyna, ah. who is another good example. Of, he's, a, he's a hurt boy. He's always hurt. But, I mean, I guess his price went from one ETH to like, what is this bottom here? 0.52 for the rares. I'm assuming the limiteds moved a little. But like, yeah, the limiteds are back to like where he was. And obviously this is ETH, so maybe it's, Wait, well, everything's down. That's actually pretty steady. I don't know. I don't own Arena though. I'm. I, I think I have a limited. I don't even know, but um, I don't know when I would ever play him. 
It's a he tough never, card to play. He never seems healthy. Um, I don't know. Even if he is, though, do he, like is he good enough for like U23? Yeah, I don't think so. Like, like his best scores. Yeah. Did it once. Yeah. There's just yeah, not enough a... green there, and I yeah, like well, at the time he was probably 17 years old or something. Yeah. Scosmo has a great one here. Federico yeah. Chiesa. So Chiesa lost, like, U23. I mean, U23 expired while he was hurt, which is just such a killer. But uh, let's see. When did he get hurt? This will help. Game week 234, so beginning of, or beginning of January, basically. So he'll be back before. Theoretically, he's back before Verts. Right. So his rares went from 0.7 to 0.5 immediately. And then trick back up to 0.94 like a month later. That's wild. It is. And yeah, I always I, I always like to look at that the fiat conversion because you never really know like where the, mm -hmm. the the values changed. Yeah. So we certainly not back fiat wise, although I don't think any of us are in the same fiat spot as we were back then. Yeah. But yeah, that's a really good one. Because I think the problem is with a lot of these elite players, like the people who, unless you have like a gigantic gallery, it's really tough to sit on these guys for long term. But I do think that the immediate, like, I mean, that just like went down, down, down. 0 0.7, 0.7. I mean, these are all within like two days, 0 0.6, 0 0.575. And then a month later, it was 0.7. I got another one for you to discuss. Yeah. What do I do with David Achilla? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, selling him now is, seems crazy. What, what was his last sale? 0.77 in an auction? So, like, is, nobody's act it's The thing is, nobody's selling. Oh, there's one he, sale. Is he even starting for Real Monarchs? Is he just not with the camp at all? Does it matter? Well, like if he's playing with Real Mar Real Mar Monarchs, um, there's some like at least the club is like wanting to keep him fresh and playing. But if he's not even like reporting there, then um, I had definitely seen at least a tweet somewhere that he was like starting for them. But I don't know. Like, is he on the bench? He's not or... even. He, he's not on the bench for any of the. Solid yeah, he's games. just straight out. Once one appearance on the bench, and yeah, like literally nothing. God, that is awful. Yeah, I don't. It, I don't think he's even start, starting for Monarchs. I think he probably wants a transfer this summer, and if they don't give it to him, his contract expires in January. Yeah, so it's such a tremendous waste to hold on to him. So he's gone on a free, and I don't yeah. think. I, I think that I think RSL has to move him now or else they look incredibly stupid. Yeah. The, the the only problem with him is that I don't think he's good enough to guarantee a starting job if he like went to Europe. Oh, definitely not in Europe. So I was like, thinking more like MX. Yeah. Yeah. But, 
the the but, rumor at one point was that he was going to go to San Luis. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, which I think they're affiliated with some club in in Europe. I don't remember who it was. No, oh, great. But um, he was going to play at San Lu- San Luis and get playing time there, and then hopefully at some point make the jump. But yeah, I. I think he wants to play in Europe. I think it would be a big mistake for his career to go to Europe. And my gallery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, limited fiat. It doesn't get, I don't think it's ever been lower. Yeah. Other than that small little blip back in end of August. So we're and buying them, right? I just swept the floor. Yeah. No, I actually just don't think he's very good. That's why. Is that a mustache? No. Okay. It's not. It's just facial hair. But no. It yeah, is a good I, way to this. I, I think he's fine. He's a goalie. You know, yeah. he's 21. He's a goalie. He's a good shot stopper, terrible with his feet. Can't distribute he's, the ball. He's really bad with his feet, which is like, I feel like important now. What were his uh, scores like? Yeah, he was, he was always just woofing the ball forward, right? Like they just, they don't, they didn't play out of the back, which it always just killed his AA. Right. Like he he scored over, oh my God. He scored over 69 once. Yeah. What did he even do? How did he have 35? Yeah, PK save. I remember I watched that game. Um, because I had him in a real spicy lineup. Wow, that wasn't even in a clean sheet. Yeah. Man, I just love being able to pull this stuff up immediately. By the way, the new uh, PK Save logo is pretty cool. But why <laughs> cool. You, yeah, why didn't you move the PK Save logo onto, like, when you click on the score, like, hit, like click on David Ochoa? Why don't I get the little divey guy next to the penalty save? Oh, yeah, you're right. Noted. We'll yeah. fix that. So... Eight saves in this game, but like no smothers, no sweepers. Yeah. Can't even claim a cross. <laughs> but he had a bunch well, of saves. Might have claimed a cross. Oh wait, no, no, no. You're right. Cross not claimed. No. No cross not claimed. Oh, that's right. That's a negative. Right. So he claimed. Yeah. He must have claimed the crosses. Yeah. Okay. He had two good high claims. Right. Right. Yeah, it's a great game. Um. I've got a couple other guys that I've, I've, I've made notes on that um, I don't, I don't know that much about, um, but are interesting situate situations. What you got? There's a, a U23 goalkeeper that played for Shakhtar named Anatoly Trubin. Trubin. Um, I imagine there's not a Ukrainian league this fall or there is, I don't know. Well, it's not, Opta's not doing anything, so. Right. But I, if, my my opinion is, if there's no league, he's going to move somewhere. It sounds like he's going to move. I think that's yeah. why his price has moved up. Gotcha. But that he he would definitely qualify for the way too cheap if he gets a move. And so, well, but he's not guaranteed to start somewhere, right? I I don't see anybody buying him to not start him. And so. I don't think it's like, I think it's a reasonable risk. The problem is the downsides are really bad. Like the downside is you you have nothing. Yeah. He's still super young though. 
Right. Like I'm not, I'm not sure there's a huge difference between Trubin and Ochoa. What do you mean? Like, it's uh, I guess similar situations. He may have a team, may not have a team. He needs right. to move. You don't know where he's going. Right. Yeah. Quinny said Trubin's a starter, and has Salzburg written all over him. Except Salzburg already has two goalies that they have <laughs> that they need to figure out. Hmm. But like, yeah. I think it goes to like, just remind us that if you are under 23 years old and you start, you're worth at least an ETH. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Which is like, at least, what is that now? $75. Um, that is a really good example. It also seems like there are a lot of his car. Well, I guess they just keep minting them despite like nobody being able to play them. Yeah. Is anyone buying? Yeah. We had five rare purchases in the last week. Pavel got one and then flipped immediately, like he always is able to do. Another topic for another time. But Powell always wins. Not so, not so much that, but I had. Oh, look at this one. Oh, well, it's a cards. broken a broken card, huh? What do you mean broken? Not I mean, broken. It looks, just it looks, see through. Looks broken to me. <laughs> I do love these cards, though. Unfortunately, there's too many too many of them now. Um, Mike Batson did make the point. Truman is more of a starter to another European team than Ochoa. Absolutely fair point. There. Yeah. Um, but Truman's also not going like not rumored to go to MX or anything like that. Like I think Ochoa and MX would be like ideal. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That would be a good move for him. Um, yeah. These are kind of, now I'm like, should I buy one of these? No, I shouldn't. Trubin Monza, anyone? I like that, Mike. <laughs> Remember, we, we joked about Monza, and here we are. Yep. Looking for champion Europe stacks now. I guess we're going to get a full slate of Monza cards this year, if, if as long as they still have them licensed. Did we not get a full season? Well, or I mean, I, didn't they, like, stop minting them? If oh, I'm did like, they? I mean, there's just not a ton of them. And probably half these guys don't even play on the team anymore. Like they're going to be buying new players to try to try to stay right. in Syria. How many cards of Giulio Donati did we get? Oh, two rares. Okay, maybe he was a short. Although he looks like he plays every game. I guess they didn't. I guess they stopped. Recognize their mistake. I guess I don't know. John Luca was fine. Rumored Just, there. I mean, it was fine for them to do that. Yeah, I, I was fine with it. Yeah. Um, was there anyone else that we had? Um, you had another one, or was that? Yeah. Two? What should I do with Brian Lozano? Ooh. You're dead I sold, now. I sold right? a couple on the way down, but now the, is the beginning of the waiting period. He's gone to a uh, the Uruguay League. He he signed with can't remember the team's name. It's his home home team though that he like grew up in that town or whatever. Went back there for personal reasons. Basically, wanted out of Santos. Why? Um, uh, I, I honestly, I think he's kind of a toxic, toxic egg. Oh, really? And, uh, they, I think they they wanted they. He got kind of ran out. I think. So, I'm at the. It's at the very beginning point of him going to an uncovered league. Is the play to sell him right away, or is the play to 
hold and wait until they cover the Uruguay League. Right. I I don't think you can rule out that they cover it. I don't know anything about yeah whether they whether like Opta covers it, but given the given the push that we've seen into leagues from Chile and Peru, it's got to be a, on the list. Like they play, um, don't they play in Copa Libertadores? Like yeah. the, 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 the league can qualify for it? Yeah, and I think that the team he's on is pretty decent. Like, Yeah. It sounds like a gas station, doesn't it? Penarol, yeah. Penarol, Penarol. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, I, you know what your problem was? You What's had too that? many of them. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> How many did you sell? Two. Two rares. Uh, rare and unlimited. And what do you have left? I think three rares, a super rare, and a limited. It's it. It kind of sounds like you had too many. <laughs> I guess I'm just sitting on. Oh, Mike McGovern said Facundo Torres just came from there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe he'll find the fountain of youth and come back. Maybe. Torres has been great uh, at Orlando. Mm-hmm. I sold that one too early. Did you? Oh, yeah. Sure did. I actually traded it, I believe. Um, but I don't remember who I... Oh, no, he wasn't in the Hulk deal. Sebastian Villa? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so it's too late now, right, to sell him? I mean, I think like, so. Like, you, you don't need the, the, you know, the specs of ETH that you're going to get for the these well, cards. Well, go, go to the rare and see what the floor is real quick. It'd be like 0.04, I'm guessing, or 0.03 maybe. 0.048 is the floor right yeah. now, but um, last sale was 0.032. But what's the upside of holding? I mean, it's so okay. It's a one year loan with oh, an option to buy. It's a one year loan with an option to buy. Okay. They're probably going to buy him, would be my guess. Unless he's like really bad. Yeah, or just really toxic. Right. Do you hope for that so that he goes back to Mexico? <laughs> I don't know. Probably when it, not. When is his contract up? Um, Next June? Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the upside is feels similar to, well, yeah, feels similar to Alvaro Madron. That the upside is that they is that they cover the league, and he's just smashing it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you have this champion America cheat code. Yeah. I think that's. I think you're right. That upside alone is worth more than point one ETH right. that I'm going to scrape out of the sales. Right. So I got to sit back, be pal trader for a moment, and just sit and wait until I win. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people are really asking for the Saudi league, which is really funny. 
people aren't asking for the Saudi League because they're interested in it in any way. But just so many cards have gone there to die. Right. Yeah. As Mike yeah. said, never sell. Yeah. Been hanging Wise with Jim. words that I've, I've heard one time before, I think. I think Jim has that tattoo on his bicep. <laughs> the golf took two of my goalkeepers this window, says Quinny. Oh. Nobody needs that. Hmm. Um, all right. I think I think we did pretty well there. Um, thank you to everybody who has joined us live. It's, to be honest, at the beginning when I was like, this is really late for all these Europeans, and then all of a sudden the chat was just packed with them. So really appreciate you guys um, participating. Uh, as always, it helps uh, helps our conversation become a little... Uh, more focused, which is funny since Andy and I are very good at never staying on topic. Although I feel like we did it pretty well today. Not going to lie. We pat ourselves on the back there for that one. Um, if you guys are watching the replay and haven't hit the like button yet, if you could please do that. And uh, anybody who's listening to the audio version, if you could please rate and review it. I'll be back later this week with Sean for the Sorer Data Strategy Show on Friday. And then there may be some changes next week. I don't know if we want to announce that at all. Not actual changes, but we'll see. There might be some pure shenanigans going on next week or not. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And, Andy, uh, good luck this week. Sounds good. You too.